Yeah, I was a little backed up on the calls there. Uh, sorry about that. Of course, those aren't all the calls we get, but I tried to pick a selection. If your call wasn't played, doesn't mean I didn't hurt it. Thanks again for all the calls. Answer a couple of those questions. Uh, for self-driving cars, I definitely will see it as a service before I would actually buy a self-driving car. I would want to try it out uh, as, as maybe like a Lyft or an Uber situation, something like that. And uh, I think you answered your own question about Flash. People are switching to HTML5. So, you know, those few businesses still left with Flash as essential uh, are either making the transition or need to hire a developer to make that transition. But there are fewer and fewer of those left. Hey, thanks, everybody, for listening and favoriting the station. Uh, don't forget we're supported entirely on Patreon at patreon.com slash DTNS. And uh, big thanks to Justin Robert Young for filling in for me on Thursday and Friday. We'll talk to you next time. So what happens to all the companies whose business model essentially is based on Flash? Do they shut down? Do they move to HTML5? Really, what happens to them? Hey, Daily Tech Headlines. Uh, Two things. I just want to start off with saying thank you for running such an awesome podcast. Uh, I love starting off my day listening to it, and yours is actually one of the podcasts that inspired me to start my own. And secondly, you guys have brought up a segment about self-driving cars. And I was wondering if y'all have plans to get a self-driving car whenever they come out at first, or will you wait a while? Me personally, I'm the type that would wait a little bit, see if there's any bugs, see if people start crashing, or whatever ends up happening. But I'd like to let you uh, hear your opinion on it. Thanks. Hi, Daily Tech Headlines. Uh, greetings from Germany. This is Matthias. Um, I'm also new on Anchor, and I really love to hear your station. Hey there. I'm pretty new to this ec- uh, this um, Anchor thing, but uh, thank you so much for these really short blurbs. I often don't have the time to read everything on Twitter, which is where I get my tech stuff, but uh, thank you so much for these like little tiny... Oops, little tiny blurbs, and keep up the good work. Hi, Tom. This is Harry and Max from Before the Bell. Now, we are just calling in to say thank you for creating your your anchor station. Um, I listen to Daily Tech headlines every day, and I, I like the uh, on your weekends how you give us a good fact or, of something that happened on that day. Alrighty, thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Bye. An app called Saraha has topped the iTunes list of most downloaded apps for several days after Snapchat made it possible to send links to Saraha pages. The app began as a website for soliciting workplace feedback. It lets users solicit anonymous comments about themselves. Funlola Akiyadi, Director of Licensing and Authorization at the Nigerian Communications Commission, told the Forum on Internet Service Providers that only 10% of 103 ISPs have applied for a license renewal. She also pointed out that population in Nigeria is growing faster than Internet penetration, despite the fact that more than 70% of Nigeria's population is active on mobile. UK Home Secretary Amber Rudd published an opinion piece in the Daily Telegraph arguing that real people, quote, often prefer ease of use and a multitude of features to perfect, unbreakable security. Rudd says she does not advocate breaking encryption or creating back doors, but wants communication stored on a central server, which can be obtained by a court order. Presumably, those would need to be unencrypted. 
Microsoft launched Surface Plus Tuesday. Surface Plus is a program that spreads payments for Surface devices across two years at 0% APR. Though if you uh, don't get it all paid up on time, it jumps to 19.99% after the first two years. Surface Plus customers get service and support at Microsoft retail stores and may also upgrade to a newer device 18 months into the payments. A business plan allows for multiple devices on 18, 24, or 30-month periods. Chinese ride-hailing company Didi Shuxing said it will invest in Estonian ride-hailing company Taxify and form a strategic partnership. Taxify has 2.5 million users in 18 countries across Europe and Africa. Sony reported its best-ever Q1 profit Tuesday on strong image sensor sales. However, Sony lowered its estimate for annual image sensor sales as Chinese clients are shifting to inexpensive alternatives for lower-priced handsets. The gaming division's profits fell 59.8% year-over-year, with few major titles being released. Sony says that should bounce back as new titles come out. Sony also announced it has acquired a majority stake in Funimation, the distributors of Dragon Ball Z and One Piece, among other things. Sony expects its best annual opera profit since March 1998, when the year ends in March 2018. Google announced on Google Plus that the Daydream Ready update is rolling out now to Samsung Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus models. Both phones have 2960 by 1440 AMOLED screens, very nice for viewing VR. The Daydream VR app is available from the Google Play Store and should work on the S8 phones now as well, though some users have reported needing to clear Google VR services data to get it working. VentureBeat's Evan Blass posted a photo he says is the Galaxy Note 8, which is expected to be announced August 23rd. Photo shows a phone whose screen stretches right around the rounded edges with very small bezels at the top and bottom. Amazon has removed handsets by Miami-based Blue Products, that's B-L-U, from its store due to security concerns. Last week, security company CryptoWire reported that Blue devices secretly sent some user data to third-party servers in China. Blue attributed the find to the AdUps software and says it has since replaced that with Google OTA. TechCrunch reports Karsten Knobloch spotted Google's new AdBlock feature in the latest pre-release Canary version of Google Chrome for Android. An option called Block Ads from Sites that Tend to Show Intrusive Ads appears in the Ads subsection of the site's settings menu. Google is expected to launch the feature for all users of Chrome sometime in 2018. Facebook has acquired an AI startup called Oslo, O-Z-L-O. Charles Jolly was head of platform for Android at Facebook before he left to start Oslo in March. Oslo launched a suite of APIs allowing access to a database of facts needed for AIs to demonstrate intelligence. Facebook was one of the companies who used that service. And now that Facebook owns Oslo, the team will work on experiences within Messenger. Jolly, however, will not return to Facebook with his company. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, August 1st, 2017. I'm Tom Merritt. Coming up, Facebook buys an AI startup. We've got a new ad block feature starting to show up in Google's beta version of its Chrome browser. And uh, Amazon blocks a Miami-based handset maker from being sold on its store.